0: Welcome to Parked, a disc golf podcast. This is episode 13, and we have finally made it to my favorite event of the year, the United States Disc golf championships at Winthrop University in Rock Hill, South Carolina. Joining me, as always, is Hayden, about to head up
1: here in a couple of days. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing good. Ready to meet you up there, kind of missing out these last two days that you were up there, um, and just ready to kick it off. It's a fun event.
0: Yeah, man. I'm missing you. I've been uh, hanging out in Charlotte. I've been doing a bunch of stuff. We'll get into that later. Um, somebody else that we're missing, wishing he was able to come up here, is Justin. How are you doing, man? Missing that I'm not up there, for sure. It's <laughs> so, so maybe, sad. May, That's
2: like maybe the saddest intro ever. I'm missing that I'm not there, man. You know, it's like episode 13, Unlucky Number. I'm just so heartbroken. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm doing well. Celebrated my two-year anniversary this past weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, you Listen, UDSDGC, but celebrating something that'll last longer than disc golf. Maybe. Disc golf will never
0: die. And then when you <laughs> die.
1: <laughs> It'll carry on.
0: It'll carry on.
2: It'll yeah.
0: Carry on. <laughs> but Goodness. Oh man. Um, well, yeah, as we always do, what are we sipping on? Justin, what are you drinking tonight, man? I'm having me a
2: Jim Beam vanilla with Dr.
0: Pepper. Ooh. Ooh. I'm you that. lost me at Jim Beam, but came back with the vanilla and Dr. Pepper. I understand that.
1: Jim Beam is not that bad. Come on now, it's, Jim Beam it's a is budget. awful. Well, it's not
2: I like awful. The, I
1: like the
0: budget uh,
2: friendliness of it, and yeah, then the flavor. You know, if you the, got
1: the flavors thrown in, you, you got thirty bucks. That's all you can get. That's not bad.
2: Yeah, you're that's right. It's like two, three bottles of Jim Beam for thirty bucks. I'm talking about three bottles of a handle. Oh, he's talking about a handle.
0: Oh yeah, I
1: yeah. Know, okay. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Why would you not buy a handle? Because no one wants to finish uh, a handle of Jim Beam.
0: We'll be sure to tag them. we be sure to tag them in this podcast. Aiden, what are you sipping oh, on, brother? No.
1: I am sipping on something just simple, just a Michelob Ultra in a, in a glass. Oh, That's putting it.
0: it in a glass. That's a good classic. I've been loving Michelob Ultra. It's the best summer beer there is. It's, it's the best beer. Side. I
1: don't get... Yeah, it's such a light beer. I can drink a whole... like. I can drink six of them and not have a Careful what you in. say. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. But what are you sipping on, Mitch?
0: Man, I am uh, up here in, in Rock Hill. I'm staying at our good friend, Jeff, uh, his house here. We stayed with him for the last, this is year three. So mm-hmm. I'm sipping on a beer out of his fridge. He's an amazing beer connoisseur. The entire Mm -hmm. top of the kitchen is just growlers from all over the place. I'll put a video up on uh, Instagram and just hashtag, what are you sipping on? That man could answer that for days and days and days. Um, But I'm drinking a beer from Amor Artis, Artis uh, Brewing Mm -hmm. uh, in Fort Mill, South Carolina, not too far from here. And this is called the Fort Millsner. Or pilsner. It's a craft pilsner. Uh, let me just read a little bit about this beautiful, beautiful beer. I'm not usually a pilsner guy, but this is when you get a craft beer, a uh, craft brewery that is making pilsners. That's pretty rare because it's very difficult to make a pilsner, not just be a.
1: It's a different process. A, yeah, yeah, it's a different
0: process, and it not just be just a boring normal pilsner. Mm-hmm. This thing is great. It's dry hopped. Uh, with noble Saz hops. It's a traditional Pilsner with a complex crisp finish, brewed and canned in Fort Mill, South Carolina. It's family-owned, quality-focused, community-based, dedicated to artfully crafted beer. Head over to amoreartistbrewing.com for more information.
1: (laughs) You just need to add read. (laughs) Yeah. Mitch's,
2: Mitch's next career
0: choice is going to be just all voiceover work. <laughs> yeah. We, I gotta be honest. I do more prep on research on what I'm drinking than I do for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I'm I just kind of sure. wing the rest of the thing. Yeah. I'm being honest after with you guys. That,
2: after the line reading you did a few episodes yeah. ago.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. That was good. I took, I took people places. People close their eyes and they were just, just loving it. We them. traveled. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well I know uh, it's been rainy y'all been busy um, I know Hayden's prepping to come out of town have y'all parked any holes lately have you even been able to get out and play
1: no I've parked it in my my gaming chair that's where I've been <laughs> This this chair right here. That's where I parked it. I have an addiction to an old game, and also I'm working. So yeah, there. This is
0: confession. Welcome, welcome to confession time with Park Podcast. <laughs> Hayden, what are you addicted to right now?
1: I am addicted to old school RuneScape, which Ooh, is hilarious. Ultra. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Brandon bought me a 24 pack, so I can, oh yeah. Hey, you know that'll roommate. last at
0: least three days.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Goodness, no, that's old school so RuneScape
0: amazing. dude when we so my brother is uh, in the Marines he's super into old school RuneScape and just uh, when he's playing a game that is the only thing he plays he'll lock in beyond it so he yep. got me to start playing it wow. I got Hayden and uh, Hayden's roommate Brandon to start playing it again and uh, as always I play a lot less video games than these guys do so I'm less in the dust and they just go absolutely hard at it so yeah, yeah you're you're probably light years ahead of me but when we started playing all I could think about was getting home when I was in like sixth grade, my brother's three years younger than me. We're getting home in the, the town and country Chrysler van. And we're trying to bust oh the God, door open, van, sprint upstairs. Oh, oh yeah.
1: But you can't but just yeah. not oh, yeah. skip over the van. <laughs> no, no, no. That it was amazing. Was it was like the known. first van
0: that had a DVD player in it and <laughs> yeah. wire and Bluetooth oh,
1: snap. Yeah. in like
0: a 2004, 2006 van that it was incredible was beyond staple. its time.
1: That thing was the staple, yeah, of the Phillips family. Mm-hmm.
0: But we would pull up to the, to the house. Me and my brother would bust out of the side door, run upstairs to see who could get the faster computer, the faster laptop, and whoever had to have the slow one to play RuneScape all night. And we'd sneak out of our rooms. And oh yeah, RuneScape has a, a special place in my heart. So, any gamers out there, definitely, uh, definitely shout us out. You know, let us know what you're playing. But Hayden's hardcore going on old school
1: RuneScape. For now. We'll get Justin Justin playing
0: soon. (laughs) I don't know.
2: I jumped back into another. It's not as old as RuneScape, but we all thought it died a few years ago. Um, My buddy and I recently reinstalled an updated Destiny 2. Ooh, is that Isaac? playing with Andrew? No, I'm playing with Adriel. Okay, Isaac's Um, been playing that too. You guys tell me. Yeah, Andrew's been playing. Is he back on as well? See, we don't Mm -hmm. see him. That's hilarious. I know. But uh, maybe he's hiding incognito from us. He told me he he was playing but... Yeah. Different
0: times. Maybe I just started a fight. I don't know. <laughs> nah, you're good. <laughs> all right. We're well, circling back around. Uh, I got to play at the Disc Golf Pro Tour finale course today. I drove up to Charlotte to take uh, my Airbnb host to the airport and got to be in Charlotte all day. Uh, my body is very sore. Um, we'll talk about my practice round at USDGC uh, last night and the awesome times I had at that. But got to play Hornet's Nest today. I parked hole two, the island hole across the lake uh, with an M2, a Prodigy M2, uh, ripped it and it was just straight as can be. Hayden was actually on FaceTime with me. I did. Um, (laughs) Yeah, he was on FaceTime with me and saw it happen. So it was pretty cool.
1: It was kind of hard to tell, but like it, it did look like it was good, going to be good. But I almost I went, hit the wall. It, yeah, I think you almost did. And then they just have like, the, the
0: sponsorship, like dynamic disc wall from the Carolina Clash this week. Yeah. Shout out to Joel Freeman. Congratulations for winning the Carolina Clash. That's huge. Yeah. Um, get some effort and some excitement going into USDGC and then going back next week to the DGPT finale. Definitely awesome to be able to slay it out there. That course is a beast. I, I know Charlotte disc golf is we'll play it later on this week. Um, Charlotte disc golf is no freaking joke. If you I pull mean, that map up, it looks like freaking Finland. There is disc golf <laughs> courses everywhere. <laughs> no, um, I think Finland still has a beat.
1: <laughs> you yeah. have Jerem that's going there. Kevin Jones is looking to get a house there. I mean, He's Charlotte's the now. jam. Yeah. Pa- and, uh, Paige and Grady, she were there now. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, it's insane. Yeah.
0: It's awesome. So I had a blast there. Uh, Hayden and I I actually went live on the Instagram. If you follow us at Parked Podcast, was able to uh, go live, brought Max, our European analyst, on and was able to talk to him all about some USDGC changes. And uh, I got to hit a big putt um, from outside the circle to save my par after going out of bounds. So I got to play blind. I shot plus one. So I felt really good. Um, Been battling the shoulder injury. But I said, screw it. I'm playing these amazing courses. I'm going to be in pain for weeks to come. And it's going to be great. So shout out yeah, to and I, shout out to massages, from my girlfriend on my shoulder and CBD cream, uh, looking for a sponsor. And, but that would be awesome. moving into the United States disc golf championships at Winthrop university. This is how many years in a row are we at guys? We're at 22, 22, 22 years at the same location, the longest running disc golf. Tournament. If I had to guess, at least pro tour level. Has it That's always consistent. been
2: sponsored by Innova for always. all
0: 22 years? It is been Innova's wow. event forever. Nobody else is allowed in. There's no other media. There's nope. no other uh, like Innova's right down the road. There's not even any other. Uh, it may be different this year. In the previous um, years, uh, they have not even sold any other discs or like uh, gear or any kind of stuff other than Innova. This is their event. Um, they've last started- year
1: they didn't sell anything because no one was allowed. Well, yeah, they didn't really have anything
0: up, mm-hmm. but this year I was there on the course um, for the past two days walking around um, and they have a, what they're calling the vendor village that will be in the parking mm-hmm. lot. Um, yeah. I believe it's going to be in, in the parking lot uh near hole 13 over that way. It looks like there's some stuff set up over there mm-hmm. next to the Coliseum. Um So I think that's the plan. I had asked somebody if the shop was open today and they said, there's no shop this year, there's going to be vendor village. So I don't know what that means. Hopefully there's going to be some awesome plastic for sale yeah. and different things. I always love picking up a uh, USDGC stamp from that year and trying to get a bunch of pros to sign it and be able to keep that um, pretty cool. So yeah, let's Especially get into a voice boys- media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully fingers crossed. Innova, if you're listening, email me back and I uh, would love to get a media pass and be able to interview some people and do some cool stuff on Instagram. Thank you. Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook yeah. Gods for getting Facebook and Instagram back. <laughs> um, everyone had a nice breather and I think some people had panic attacks. So Facebook My wife
2: definitely go. was struggling.
0: Oh, my entire
2: she job is social media. Withdrawals.
0: Yeah. My entire job is social media and digital media and like marketing. So I'm like, Couldn't do anything. I don't have to work today. This is great. <laughs> like I didn't have to do. I didn't anything. even realize it was down because I was at school.
2: Like I was at work. And every now and then yeah. I'd I would go to check it in a lull and I'd be like, it would like be like connection error. And I was like, ah, it's probably my Wi-Fi. I don't have time to deal with it anyway. So it was when I got home, my wife was like, oh yeah, it's been down all day. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah."
0: yeah, I was on the course at a hornet's nest and was playing with some guys that I met, um, from Raleigh, um, Raleigh. Raleigh, Rally. again. Raleigh, 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 yeah, from Raleigh, say it like
2: Wally,
0: Raleigh, uh, <laughs> Raleigh, um, oh my god, that was good oh, that was actually, good. wasn't it, um, yeah, from Raleigh, but I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, we have a podcast, we'd love you guys to follow us, and uh, they just couldn't follow us, and I was like, man, we just don't want to have anyone check us. That's great. And then I realized that nothing was connecting and shout out to foundation. I got to see the reel of Hunter throwing across the, uh, the OB on hole 10 for a solid six hours on my Instagram. Every time I checked it, that was the same thing. So if you wanted to know, he made the Island. It was amazing. Um, got an Eagle and I got to watch Different it about 45 hunting. times. So I saw them doing video stuff around. wasn't able to talk to them, but hopefully be able to connect nice. with with them uh, later on this week. Um, but let's get into it. United States disc golf championships, um, man, it's been going here. This is the 22nd United States championships tournament at the Winthrop university. What a partnership like they're to be able to partner with a university. The entire university is all behind this. The grounds are beautiful. Um, it keeps getting better and better. Um, but for the first time, we've seen a lot of weird changes in the past couple of years, but this Being here at the course this week, um, Hayden's coming up uh, tomorrow night and we'll be able to be here all week and do some really cool stuff with it. But this course of they're still calling it Winthrop arena. Um, They've called it a couple of different things, but this course specifically feels the most like genuine United States championships, nostalgic layout, original hole one, down the gut. We're going to walk through every single hole um, here and talk about some changes and different things, but it it feels nostalgic. It feels exactly like it should. Um, I'm excited. They kind of did some different things and it just didn't need to be changed. Um, It's it's the championship. There's nothing like it.
1: I love that course. I mean, I've only been there once, but I mean, it's fantastic. Uh, It's you fall in love with it. I mean, you know, everything of the prestige that it gives from watching it um, every year. And then you finally get to step foot on it and it's just like, wow, this is really nice stepping on and just
0: (laughs) even just driving on the grounds and driving by and Winthrop university is a beautiful campus. I mean, smaller school, I think they're D2. They might be D2. I'm not sure. I think they are Um, in some sports. Yeah. In some sports, I mean, beautiful campus cannot say enough about Winthrop. Um, But yeah, there's just something special. Like Justin, you'll get to experience it one day and like you walk on there and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm walking where all these champions have been crowned. And then I mean, you walk up to certain holes. Yeah. You walk up to certain holes and you just like, your heart kind of races a little bit. Like it just has this excitement and this like this memories that you've only been there a couple of times, but, or even for your first time, but you can feel like the depth of like the drive and like everything it took for people to get there. It's, it's an amazing freaking place. Um, but let's, uh, one of my favorite things they do, if you're not familiar with the United States championships, they do Monday qualifiers. The tournament is usually Wednesday through Saturday. Um, it's changed over the years and you know how many rounds different things, but consistently they have had, a Monday qualifier. So what happens is in the previous years, you've been able to uh, sign up and play. And if you get to hole three, you take a quadruple bogey, boom, you go right back to hole one. You pay like some more money and be able to restart and best score at the end of whatever cutoff time is um, the top five people qualified since COVID. They've now only let it be one round, one start, complete. Just. I like it that way. It's terrifying. We Hayden and I played it last year. We both Wait, messed up I, on whole five. So let, me it, let me get this straight. So it used to be
2: that for as long as a timer was running, if you wanted to go back and essentially mulligan your whole round, yep. you just slip some cash to Innova or whoever's running it. You would repay.
1: Innova. I think it was you'd fifty repay. bucks you, or something. You'd repay 20, and you would 20, just keep doing that until round.
0: eventually you did your best You played round. your perfect round. Yep. yep. And so it was an interesting, so you could kind of run and it was do as really hard as weird. you can. Um, but That's consistently gambling. Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but consistently the, um, the score has always, if you can score within minus one, minus three, two, four. even, I mean, to see minus three, um, was pretty, pretty damn good today. Um, and we'll shout out the guys who qualified today, but I mean, if you're shooting, shooting, even you're in a good spot to be probably going for a playoff, um, Showing how difficult that course really is, but I love it. I think it's incredible to have a, a tournament of this prestige to be able to say I'm an amateur guy. I don't even play pro, but I'm going to walk up and I'm going to put everything I got into this. It's a freaking yeah. awesome format. There's it's, some
1: pros that have to qualify. There is, Monday. Uh, yeah. That's and some true. of the
0: pros, maybe they don't tour the whole time. I saw Tristan Tanner tried to call last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tristan didn't make the cut. Yep. I mean, it's, it's brutal. I mean, to mm-hmm. think I cannot mess up. I get one round if I, and Hayden and I, we both messed up on hole five and we looked at each other and we went, Just, I can't birdie whoop. the rest of these holes. There's no way that I'm able to even qualify anymore. Like yeah. it is that like nervy. I, I can't think of anything else like it in sports where it is you have one shot and if you don't do it, you don't qualify. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to qualify. It's a prestigious tournament. The only people that pre-qualify are people. I think there's, I think it, it's less than 15 Bass events. Runners. Over the years, yeah. all, like all, all former champions are invited yeah. back, and then all top 10 every, finishers.
2: Yeah, top 10 finishers. And doesn't each event carry, especially the
0: NTs? Yeah, certain events, there's only great, there's a list of them, but they only carry, yeah. I think it's five spots at, a, I think it's, it's less than you qualify
2: for it teams. at those events. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've seen, because I remember following a couple of different players as they were. U disk has that a bit that uh, um option as you follow each event throughout the season to tell you if they're qualifying for a USDGC spot right. or not. So
0: Yeah. And that's something that I was I was gonna go play Music City open and try to do, but it gets toward the end of the year and you could maybe place in the top thirty and you could get a, a qualifying spot. We saw Eric Oakley go and play the Canadian Nationals yep. and qualify there. Um, so people are trying to qualify in any way they can because if, yeah. if you're on tour consistently throughout the year, you're not guaranteed to play the United States championships. I love that prestige. I think it just gives it a different vibe. Um, and it's, if you're a previous winner, you get to play forever.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty awesome to and be able to do. that. But- you
1: see Will trick
0: Oh yeah, three-time United States champion, doesn't even tour anymore. Um, and he is definitely gonna be there. That's I mean, really and you, you have guys like Ken Klima, you have these these yeah. older guys, Barry Schultz, that come to this tournament Brinster. every single year. Oh, yeah, watching Brinster yep. win it. That was the first championships I watched was yep. watching Brinster win it. The craziest putt, just Northeast legend. Um, yeah. it's it's cool to be able to see these old guys that like not old guys older guys kind of the legends the early legends of our sport be able to qualify and do this
1: thing it's I would love awesome. to see it and also I I kind of want to see Will play when we get up there. Yeah. Um I yeah. just because of nostalgia and watching him mm-hmm. win in 2010 and 2012. Yeah. Even 2014 when he won as well. Hopefully oh, yeah. hopefully I remember, he
2: plays more oiled up than uh he did at MCO this year.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean he's had a lot of stuff with life going on. He's I definitely mean, I know yeah Definitely so. doing that. But I mean, to nice. be able to see him, to be able to come here, it just has yeah. the, the tournament I mean, has saw, the we, nostalgia. We
1: saw him last year with Alden. Mm-hmm. He was hanging out and he was like yeah. just chilling.
0: Yeah. cool. Good times. So. Yeah. So just really cool to see faces you don't normally do. They usually do like a Legends card mm-hmm. um, kind of stuff on, on coverage and everything. Um, before we get into the whole preview, how do you guys feel about this? So there's been a couple tournaments in the past kind of pre-disc golf network um, and stuff that had the pay-per-view stuff. But USDGC, we've talked about it already today. Um, is Innova's event. It is no other media. Jomez isn't mm-hmm. doing coverage. Uh, last year, I believe Central Coast did way, 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 way
2: C- post coverage. C- Central Coast. Well, they were was, on site to do pay-per-view and then I think they were allowed to release their coverage like weeks after after the fact. Mm-hmm. But it was a weeks mm-hmm. to, to a month, but it was it was the same team the whole time. Because yeah. if you paid for oh. the pay-per-view, you got Philo on commentary. Along with I don't know who Central Coast's other commentator is. Ian but Anderson.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I th- I don't know what their thing is this year, but they usually partner. I believe it's Fulcrum Media. Is that right, Hayden? Um, the media company that's a local South Carolina media company that comes here, and they have a whole, whole setup. I think it's Fulcrum. That sounds right. I can, we we can fact so check and, and this wrong.
2: year they're saying that they are having live NPO and FPO via mm-hmm. the disc golf network, according to UDisc. That is okay. So they're partnering with disc, disc golf. That's awesome. So but in the past. The it's been event medias. Their own thing. Yeah, the current event medias, according to Udisc, and I'm going to use UDISC as my trusted source here. Is DGN Innova, which probably just be like their social media and maybe a couple of YouTube videos and in the bag, you know. Uh Foundation Disc golf managed to snag themselves a media pass <coughs> quite best. <coughs> um and then uh PDGA media, whatever that means. I know so, they did
0: a couple of stuff at Amworlds. I don't know what they're gonna look like. I know in past years. Disc Golf Network may have been like the provider for it, but when it comes to video, it comes to everything. InnovA has their own full like TV yeah. production crew on site. It's its own thing. Disc Golf Network it's has like had Spend nothing TV. to do with it in the past. It's their own full media, different thing, different it's commentators. Like Spin TV. Yeah, Spin TV was kind of its own thing, but this is like a outside of yeah. disc golf like media company just to come yeah. in and kind of they could, they were really the first ones to do live coverage. Was Mm -hmm. this pay per view? But how do you guys feel about that? To bring in another thing to make it a pay per view, do you think it it's necessary with this golf network? I think this might be one of the last years we see it.
1: It might be, but I don't. It's neither here or there. I'm not concerned with it. So I think it. It's it's not too expensive, and
0: I think I think the fact that this golf network they're going to want
1: to watch it. So yeah,
0: I I've paid for it in the past. I paid for it last year. Um, but I kind of hate that it's not post coverage still. Um, yeah. it's definitely different, especially with you know, the following that Disc Golf Network has. I wonder if they're going to be able to do Disc Golf Network full um live covers like they usually do, or it's gonna be behind Innova's paywall on their website. In the past, that website was kind of sketchy. It was kind of interesting um because it was the only event they did. But I don't know, we'll find out this week and and be able to to comment on that in the future. But I think mm-hmm. it says we're putting money into the event. We're putting money into that. And that means that we're going to have better media quality is what it should happen if you're going to put pay-per-view behind it. So I guess we'll find out. Um, Yeah. But let's get into the qualifiers today. um, Playing the cutthroat death round, um, the most difficult thing in our sport, in my opinion. We had Colby Childress, Evan Smith, Zach Arlinghouse, Brad Oberholzer, and Matt Thomas. Um, I believe. Thompson. Thompson. Sorry. Um, sorry, Matt. I'm pretty sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I know Zach Arlinghouse is a young kid. Um, I know he used to be sponsored by DD. I believe he's on discraft now. Um, but seeing those guys, I believe it was minus three from Colby Childress, minus three from Evan Smith, minus three from Zach Arlinghouse, minus one from Brad overholster and minus one from Matt Thompson. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Which is crazy. I mean, to shoot that, I mean, last year I shot three down in my practice round and then we practiced too much and <laughs> we were exhausted.
1: We played too much. So we, we got too play excited. Too much.
0: We were too happy to be there. I <laughs> will probably um, but, do the same. Oh yeah. But <laughs> I'm playing here this week. Um the, I put a round and a half. I just kind of walked through and was doing some notes and stuff for the podcast tonight. Um, when I was there today. But it's exhausting. It's a mentally exhausting course. Um, we're gonna see it's always interesting to see if maybe those guys that qualified out of nowhere, maybe how they do, I'd love to be able to track them throughout the event, um, the excitement and the work they put in, but then to play the full event for four days is no
1: freaking joke. Yeah. It's, I mean, play their four days. That takes some stamina. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, let's and talk about 2020. Um, we had a wacky, wacky finish and Hope you bring in your raincoats like you did on the final day, because we have some torrential downpour rain. of weather. It's going to rain. It's raining sideways. It's going to be insane. Insane amount of rain. Um, mm-hmm. It started to sprinkle. I believe it's supposed to start raining tonight. Time of recording. We're doing this on Monday night. Um, and it's supposed to start raining tonight. And then it's looking like it's going to be 85% chance of rain or higher. Wednesday, Thursday, and then oh Friday, Saturday looks like it's going to be a little bit more calm. It's only like thirty to forty percent, um, so we'll see.
1: But uh, there's going to be some rivers, and the weather I mean, out there is always either never rain know, or wind, it's ninety degrees, or it's ninety <laughs> degrees. It's so it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. I mean,
0: yeah, our our uh, practice rounds last year on Sunday, dude, it was like ninety-two degrees. It, oh, it was got hot. Oh, so and then day of. Windy it was as windy as hell. It was yeah. like 20 mile per hour winds. We're on hole was, five. I'm throwing a nuts. throwing a backhand. Super so I didn't throw a backhand the entire time because I was like, oh, but I was like, this is a lot of wind. I can't throw a forehand towards the lake. And I, my backhand turned over and went across the road. I was like, well, yep. never knew that was possible. Like, it's a crazy <laughs> place. But mm-hmm. the rain, one man that it does not affect is Calvin Heinberg. Dude shot 10 under par final round to only lose to Chris Dickerson by one single stroke last year. So if it's pouring rain, my money's on Calvin Heiberg this year. Um, I saw him I still think he can take it
1: down though. Yeah. Even if it's not raining, mm-hmm.
0: I think even if it's not raining, it's going to be raining though. So, um, but yeah. someone else, uh, we had a like, run down last year. Chris Dickerson, um, took it down one stroke behind him at minus 29, Calvin Heinberg uh, three back from him, uh, and third place was Ricky Wysocki fourth place, Garrett Gerthy surprising to see him come oh. out of nowhere. Yeah, he, he absolutely killed it, it was five back from Chris in um, tied for fifth place. We had Paul Macbeth and Kyle Klein and someone who is surprising to see at the top leaderboard who plays here, who has played here for so many years. So consistently is Paul Yulbari. was in seventh mm-hmm. last year. Um, and then Eagle McMahon, um, who's usually a favorite for this event um, was tied for ninth. And then, you can't think of the United States Championships and not think of Johnny McRae. Um, I believe he's playing this year. I'm not sure if he isn't. Oh yeah, he he was tenth, so I would assume he's playing. I mean, the dude uh, got here what a month and a half early oh last year God. or something it like that. It was, was something ridiculous.
1: It was watching him play is just oh, it's hilarious. so fun, man. And so he's the most much. genuine,
0: like kind oh, person. Yeah. But to everybody be at the age that he's at, I mean, he's what late 40s now. Mm, Johnny McRae is yeah. yeah, in his 50s, man. Yeah, he's 50s. Yeah, so he took it. I mean, he was intense I don't
2: actually. I don't see him on the list this year. They, yeah, you're not, he could be playing a different division, or There's only he's one division. There is no other division. Yeah. My bad. Just, my bad. Again, newbie to <laughs> USDGC. Um, I know I follow him on Instagram, and he lives. Actually, he's a lo- one of our kind of local local Floridians. pros here in the Jacksonville. Kind of between here, here in Jax, and then in Gainesville, Florida. Johnny and Garrett Gerthy are both from this area, mm-hmm. and then Calvin also- Heimberg. Calvin it's, Heimberg is from yeah. the Tallahassee, like Clearwater mm-hmm. area. So we actually got a couple locals, but Calvin's yeah. never here. Yeah, shout
0: but out
1: Garrett, to Garrett, you can
2: run into <laughs> Garrett. You can run into playing New World, and Johnny, you can run into playing New World. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Johnny there, play playing, that playing
1: Albany courses. You can run him into yep. playing Valdosta. I ran into them back when I was in college mm-hmm. playing the Valdosta courses. Garrett Gerthy and his brother. Yeah. Um, and then there you Alvin, go. Um, Colin Forehand, who's not on tour anymore, or you does a little stuff here and there yeah. And then playing against Johnny and the uh, Albany courses. Like it's yeah. insane.
0: Um, we saw um, every year, the United States championships. I feel like we see Chris Clemens and Nathan queen, something about this course for a lefty. There's a lot of holes out here that are really good for a lefty. And there are, <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy how, I mean, Is especially like tee shots. He's playing, yeah. He's playing this year. Okay. Tee shots are so lefty friendly on this course. There's a lot of either I a mean, really damn good right I think, hand forehand I think or a lefty backhand.
1: I think of Dude, hole 10
0: immediately. I think of hole three. I think yeah. of hole, uh, ten? hole five off the tee hole. Uh, I mean, sevens kind of thing. Uh, eight, nine, you got ten, 10 for 10 for sure. for sure. I mean, you can rip into something. Um, I mean, it's just, there's a lot of lefty, very kind lefty holes. Hole 17, very simple oh. lefty backhand. Yeah. Right at it. Um, so we'd love to be able to see those guys as lefties that maybe have not the most fun on a lot of the courses. This is definitely someone that favors them. Uh, we had Georgia local Isaac Robinson on lead card last year, shot mm-hmm. a super hot first round, I believe, That's um, and crazy. was able to do that, but he ended up finishing, I think 14th or 15th last year. Yeah, 15th. So, mm-hmm. um, Alex Russell was on lead card at the end of last year as well. Um, that rain absolutely destroyed him. Um, but incredible forehand player, um, really scrappy guy, um, on the course would love to see him. Do well as well. But this this is a tournament. I was talking with Kyle Klein. I got to play a practice round with him um on Sunday night when I got in. It was awesome. Shout out to to you, Kyle. Was enjoyed playing with you and just hanging out. It was great. Um he shot 11 under par in practice round, um, which was just that's disgusting. Um i I met him on hole three and he was climbing out of the uh the uh fencing and which is funny. You sent me that Snapchat and
1: you're like, I don't know who's in here, but someone went OB. And, and then I was like, like oh, wait, that's Kyle Klein. What the Kai heck? <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, yeah, he he was like seven down through eight, I think is when uh and mm-hmm. talking with him stuff. But it was cool to be able to get kind of in his mind and um and hear how he was taking on the course and whatnot. It was neat. I really, really enjoyed it. Let's jump into the whole previews. Um, going to whole one, we talked about it before that this is the most like nostalgic, just clean, cut, dry. Um, Winthrop course. I, they're still calling it Winthrop Arena. Um, I think in the past they had Winthrop Gold, Gold had Winthrop, last Bar- year. yeah, Winthrop Black. They've had Winthrop Arena, mm-hmm. um, Gold Arena. I think this is just called Winthrop Arena. Um, but going back to let's start on hole one is a par three, 283 feet, and it is a double Mando straight through the middle. It's really not a difficult hole, but it is a nervy hole to walk up to. I mean, Hayden stood there and played it. Um, What's so funny
1: is that, and I love that they do this, but like they call your name. Mm -hmm. Even if you're Monday qualifying, they call your name. Mm -hmm. And it is, that just kind of gives you like the prestige kind of like feel like, oh, I'm playing a good tournament. Um, Yeah. And it It puts the
0: nerves on you. And then you got to walk up and throw this double Mando. Well, not even that. that. (laughs)
1: Okay. So so, it was last year when we played, it was in the alternate hole,
0: which is terrible. It's a terrible elevated.
1: It is pretty terrible. Yeah, the but wind it, ripping off the lake. Yeah. Well, I mean, got, oh, it's terrible. Like, yeah. It's, it's, and you got OB road. Um, and so it, it's pretty nerve wracking, but like, yeah, I mean, the double Mando this year, that's going to give a little bit different. Um, yeah. has feel, it been I double
0: think, Mando in the past?
1: It has. Okay, it was, I didn't remember if it was, um,
0: they have removed the kind of fake rock from what I could tell. Um, when, but there Will. is a tree. There is a tree down later on, and there oh, I wow. actually almost aced it today. I threw my M2 and almost aced it. I skipped over this tree log and was about mm-hmm. t- two feet left of the chains and went about ten feet long. I was like, "Oh my god!" I so feel like if you get it.
1: these first three, yeah, one through three, you very are get-able. good. Good start. Yeah going off really well but i'm
0: glad to see um, hole one back to the original yeah um, i like original it. play i think it's it's a nervy double mando shot right off the right off the get you hear your your name called and then you're throwing a double mando you're at the united states championships the nerve set in and mm-hmm. uh it's, it's just all it go all from there going to hole two it is back to um being the ob they've kind of moved the ob it used to not have ob on the right side you kind of throw a roller um it's way more uphill in person than it looks it's a par four 629 feet and uh, yeah it is quite uphill and something we'll talk about as we go through these whole previews being on the grounds this week they have let a lot of these um like foliage grow down some of these shots uh hole four Hmm. hole two for sure Low ceilings. Low ceil hole two wow. is a like hole four is a super low ceiling now. Um a wow. uh, hole eight, the par four there it was is mm-hmm. also the trees have kind of grown down a little bit and it's definitely just gives it even a smaller gap to hit, but going uphill uh-huh. for the par four on hole two, they I also like... moved that OB. So you used to be able to throw the turnover and ro- or throw a roller and just get up as far as you wanted. Well, but you, you used can to hit, hit the, the
1: fence, f- hit the fence and be fine.
0: Mm-mm, not anymore. The OB yeah. line is, is very tight. It's probably mm-hmm. about, I don't know, maybe six to eight feet off of that uh, fence there on the right. Maybe not that much. I haven't walked it. It was that in previous years.
1: There's two plays I like doing. And I, A lot of you folks are- on Instagram, can't really see like whole breakdown and like the the sign. Um, but if you look up coverage of it, I like kind of landing most of the time, depending on how I want to play, is by that little shed. Yeah, that's kind where of like to the landing. left side.
0: It opens up the right. forehand. You could throw across forward. the parking lot. Exactly. Which that's that parking lot is like. intimidating. It and is. It's longer than you expect. I was able to birdie it today. I threw um, back. I threw a Falk off the tee. And then threw a Grim X forehand, and I was about six feet away. I sent you guys a picture of it. The mozzarella sticks are in my way, but I hit the birdie. Yep. Um, but it's, and that's it's one thing a, you gotta
1: consider too is mozzarella right. sticks.
0: It definitely messes with it. A lot of people in the past have thrown just kind of past the basket and just hit that fence. I believe they did the same to where you can't really just hit that fence behind the basket and then just hope you have a putt. Yep. They're trying okay. to kind of get away from that. But Hole Two is definitely one to get. It can get squirrely, it can take big numbers. There's a big curb. Oh, yeah. I mean, going into the uh, playing across the parking lot. It's not just a normal parking lot either. It's gravel. So you can't really mm-hmm. play for the skip. Um, and you yeah, had the mozzarella sticks coming I think it's a beautifully shaped crafted it. hole. I missed it um, when, when they skipped it in, in uh, the previous years. Um, moving to hole three. This is just iconic USDGC. You're throwing another one on camera. I mean, Hayden, talk about this with hole three.
1: Oh, my gosh. Hole three. I love it. It's it's intimidating because it's just you're high up and you're throwing over the road. How far do you think that drop is? It's three. It
0: is. It is 389 not, feet. You don't realize that, it's that far. It's
1: probably maybe 60, 80 foot. Yeah. But it's maybe a big drop. in elevation. I, I don't really know exactly, but it could be more. Mm-hmm. Um, then you ha- I mean, you have that OB, at least last year, the OB was kind of crazy. We thought, but it actually is not that bad. Um, yeah. I like throwing this in and it's not gosh. OB, it's playing, hazard. It's so playing you, as hazard. So playing as hazard. This is a course if you're
0: new to the United States championships. Hazard. Hazard. OB. Hazard. 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 There's so much hazard. They've removed yeah. a lot of OB um Which, to where they want players um, to be able to go as Wherever they go, and then
1: you play That's, from where you land. You play from where you land. Which because, is nice. And they've also like. because
0: of that though, they've brought a lot of the out of bounds mm-hmm. closer in, or the hazard closer in to where yeah, you're going to have a putt from forty, but you're out. You're you're taking a stroke, sure, which kind of I sure. like. Yeah. I think it, it makes the players go for it. It gives yeah. more of an open opportunity. It's like well, I can throw it hard and so for, for edge new, putt.
2: new players listening and. Myself included here. Hazard versus OB means hazard. I still take penalty stroke, but I play from where it landed. Yes. OB kind of would be a take penalty stroke and have to come back in bounds. Come back yep. in
0: bounds or go to a drop zone.
1: Go to a drop zone. Okay. Yep.
0: Yep. Um the hazard line, I was gonna mention this. We had drive bags here in the chat. Um if you're looking for a good bag, a lot of tack, sticky as hell. Check out drive bags, um, <laughs> doing a lot of work at USCGC as well. He mentioned that the woods line is definitely closer. I, I, mean, I it was that further today. back. Yeah, it was it was,
1: it was further definitely back further back. back
0: being there today. Um, I threw a couple, I almost aced it last night, skipped there, and then I was just on the line OB. Um and I, or, and hazard, I was I was safe. Um, but it's it's an interesting hole. I, I like the height of it. You can walk up a lot of guys that are backhand players to just rip a putter. Yep. I watched Nico throw four putters today, and mm-hmm. he was just ripping on a, a putter, um, and never had it. Honestly, a
1: I would depending on how I would feel. Like last year, okay, so like I was not feeling putterish throwing on that hole just because it was first time playing it in actual like round. And so we both threw uh, forehand uh, sergeants and yep, we park, both pretty much parked hell it hell out of it. Yeah, we were in the bullseye. We were both five feet away. Yeah, so yeah. I was throwing flex,
0: flex forehand, flex forehand's the play mm-hmm. um, for sure because you need to push it way further out and that skip. I feel like that ground is kind of almost eroding and skips <laughs> are so just getting bigger and bigger. And Mitch's
1: bigger. last year just went out of view for like like a solid two it was, seconds. It was, it was like, gone. Where to go? <laughs> it's and it just, back. Came back. It just came back. It came back. It was like, oh, there it is. Yep. Uh, but just
0: iconic. I love hole three. It yeah. really is player's choice, um, and it 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 can get no more than you're never going to see someone take more than a four um, because of the way the hazard works. Um, but even then a lot of people will take circle threes. Unless you're, um, just unless to you're play super, hazard, I don't know. I think it's unless kind of impossible unless you go double hazard and you roll off yeah. the top or something, but I, yeah. I don't know if you're playing the United States championships, you're not going double hazard.
1: No, I don't think so. Yeah, let's move on to hole four. Hayden, you want to
0: break this one down for us?
1: I like this one.
0: Par four,
1: four, four, four. Hole Um I like this one. It's fun. It's a good flick hole because if you go too long past that Mando tree, there is a mandatory tree, so you can't go. That's later on. Off off the tee, you're not worrying about the Mando. You're really not, but well, you got to know where you're at. You can be pinched if you go too far. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a lot of players in the past go too far and they're pinched and they really yeah. have to play around and get back to where they can go back in. Yep. Um, so you just gotta watch it. Um, but it's a it's a I don't you don't really see, I don't even know the average of how many people are actually getting burgies on this hole. I know it's, it's very low. It is very
0: difficult. And I will say I've mentioned it before, this is a hole that the foliage has grown down especially on the left side used to be able to rip almost like a forehand just really wide yeah, you left. Can do
1: forehand left you
0: cannot do that you cannot really? even if you're i mean hayden and i are about six two, so you're throwing six two you have to backhand? throw straight no no no. you can throw forehand or backhand turnover up the gut but you can no longer throw a roller left with all those trees in the middle mm-hmm. you cannot do that anymore those they've let that foliage grow down and you can't even wow. see the road we're old hole five. Wow! Um, if you're walking, you, or you could old see hole five, hole five you, could see the, um, you could see the, you uh, could see the the basket on three. You cannot mm-hmm. even see those baskets anymore. So, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be, I mean, interesting to see people not be able to throw rollers. I actually had the most success playing it today. I threw backhand turnover with my Falk understable mm-hmm. fairway driver and got in perfect position. But I mean, that second shot, like, it yeah, throwing yeah, your second shot. If you're not in a perfect position, you're throwing a forehand roller. And I feel like forehand roller is the only thing to be able to make the turn and keep going. Because you throw a forehand, but you're you're getting you know, circle's edge at best.
1: But either with, with the forehand roller, I know, I know Justin is just like listening at this point. He <laughs> doesn't really know. But like I feel like with any shot, you're either going to be long or you're going to be short. Or
0: you're going to be playing from those trees and have or nothing. Or
1: even be far in the back. You can make that the gap you could like you could get to the gap, but like even that putt is intimidating mm-hmm. because you go behind and then you're playing underneath the trees. Yeah. It's insane. Um, so I, I feel like whatever, I don't I'm wait for somebody to give me percentage of how many people have buried it in the past. It's not like, a lot. It's, it's it one of those not ones not to get a par a is feels really all.
0: good. And I'm telling you walking up that T pad oh. now it's, it's going to be par is going to feel really good. I'm sure. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. I like the hole a lot. It is a hole that's really never changed. Um, they've kind of let the foliage do the the changing, and and those big trees keep growing. It just keeps more and more difficulty coming behind it. Um, but let's move to hole five, a hole that has seen a lot of changes. I'm bummed I never got to be there to play when you were throwing off the dock. Ground or the dock, yeah. Oh, I wish. I mean, that – and it makes but sense. You, it was a lot of grounds work to make that get- that be able to to, to happen, but –
1: go look at that shot. That's all you got to do.
0: Yeah. It's, and then
1: you feel intimidating.
0: It is like, one of the most terrifying disc golf holes in the world. I mean, it is every shot is so demanding and, race, you're, and you're thinking about it. What's crazy is there's nothing in the way. No, there, there's nothing in the way it is. It's just, it's just like, the
1: water in the wind.
0: Yeah. And that water is in play the entire time. The road is in play the entire time. We've seen it in the past, throwing off the dock. We've also seen it where you could go completely around the back and not cross the water. Now, yeah, you got to cross, cross that the water. water. It's a mandatory, yep. it's a huge freaking pole, the size of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's Just massive. Sticking straight up out of the sky and you have to cross the water. And from the edge, you're looking at about... It's three. It
1: depends eight, you know, four, where you're at, where but you're at. like you're but, looking at three fifty. Yeah,
0: your goal is to throw either a forehand or a turnover um, on that, and then as you continue on, you'll want to kind of decide how close you want to get to the water. But you consistently just want to be in the general area of the closest to the water to make that a water a cross shot to be less than 400 feet, but you'll see guys that are a little bit out of position and they will lay up a 40 foot putter shot to the edge of the water.
1: Hmm. I just, you just want to clear. That's all you want to do. Mm -hmm. In my mind, that's when you get to the edge of the water, you just want to clear and land safe. Yeah. I play it for par. Um, You got got, to, it's just, to put it
0: close and to throw a forehand over that water is terrifying.
1: Oh Let God! Me... I mean,
0: my... I threw one today, and I just mm-hmm. like I don't want to lose disc. I don't want to lose disc. <laughs> but yeah,
1: my DD three is in there.
0: Yep, it is. But to even see a um, a shot to be able to have a chance at a four, if you're crossing, your your ideal is forehand across or forehand off the tee, or backhand turnover, and then you're laying up and then laying up. So you're throwing, ideally, you're throwing your fourth shot across the water for par or you just had two insane shots and you're ready to cross the water. But most people are, are getting a five and are so happy to I would be happy
1: with away. a bogey or a double bogey. Uh, I, we had
0: Chris Dickerson. He, I would assume he's going to stick to his play. He throws mid-range, 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 mid-range the entire time. And it's crazy to watch, but it works. <laughs> it is a controlled shot, controlled shot, controlled I shot. I got
1: a seven last year, I think.
0: I got an eight. I went snowman because I went OB twice. It was sick. You were barely OB. Barely OB. I, sk- I, I thought if the spotter hit- was next to it, I, would, yeah. I think I would have been on the other side and been, yeah. been safe, but I hit the freaking bank and rolled yeah. back. It was terrible. Yep. Um, but definitely a, a hole that is so early in the round, but can end you immediately. It,
1: it, it's so it's death. Definitely. If you're not one of the top pros that can get the, other, the rest of the holes, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you snowman or worse. Yeah. It's it's pretty much over.
0: And but I, I love the whole though because you have guys like Chris Sigerson who won the tournament last year. Every single round he threw mid range on that's every insane. shot and played it for par. Like it it, it is such Sometimes a that's what it
1: takes choice.
0: Yeah. Um, let's move on. Let's start getting through these things. Hole six, the beach, the Florida hole. I talked to a guy out there um, today. He has been pulling discs out of the beach waters of hole six <laughs> for twenty years. Wow, that is his, what awesome. he is, that is his spot. Um, that is it's, where it's he's an at. easy it's, hole,
1: but it can't get you. I mean, it, it used to be a lot year. easier, but
0: I absolutely parked the heck out of it. Was in the sand um, when so Andrew and I went spot. and played they've made the OB a little bit closer um, to where you kind of want to throw a straight shot and then have it fade that sand area. You're not skipping out of the sand, but you see a lot of people skip and hit the tree and go out of bounds. Mm. Um, We saw Eagle do the stupidest thing ever and throw a sky forehand on the left. It worked one round and the rest of it, he was like, no, 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 can't do that. Um, The death putt of the drop zone is ridiculous. That water is right there. It's a 45 footer probably with water four feet behind it. I
1: think we both and, um, laid up last year. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. We both took par on it last year uh, and we're fine. No, you hit the putt from the drop zone.
1: Did I? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You did. I don't remember. You did, <laughs> um, but I love that whole, I think it, I love the, the different uh, landscape of throwing onto the sand. It's just a cool vibe. It's an iconic it's hole. It's different. I love that Florida is like the sponsor of it. Each hole at the United States championships has a state usually um, that it is, but that's always been Florida. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I think his name's Charlie. I want to say that has been out there for 20 years. I may have totally got that wrong. I met you tonight. I was out of it. I was tired. I'm sorry, Charlie last year,
1: but we kind of like didn't talk.
0: Yeah. He was like, had a big like DIY raking system. Yeah. Pulling out discs tonight when I saw him. So um, iconic, but speaking of iconic hole seven, the bamboo, Oh, man. Justin, you you know this one, Justin. You could talk about this one. I do know this one. Break it down for us. Uh,
2: Break it down for you. Yeah, break (laughs) it down, dude. Come on, man. According to this T sign of what I know, you have the infamous USDGC triple Mando that's playing at just a little bit under 300 feet. Straight shot. I'm going to guess. I saw you lead on Instagram through a flex forehand and got in through the bamboo... I feel like I'd be tempted through some kind of hyzer flip to put it through. Like I probably through like my H four or yep. yeah H four. Um, that's a that lot. I'm of, That's there. a lot of
0: disc to throw a fairway at. I will say nothing about there playing well with my arm speed. <laughs> Even then, though, I'm saying for fade, you want low, low fade.
1: Mm, you're throwing well,
0: backhand. You're probably throwing mid range to hit
1: the gap. It's my maverick further. is it's, elsewhere at the moment. <laughs> to hit the gap, it's further than you think.
0: Yeah. I I I like the forehand a lot. The forehand, I feel like is a lot easier to get through the gap than you would think.
1: I think you give a higher percentage with the forehand. Mm -hmm. How far is it from the bamboo into the basket? If you're at the
0: bamboo's edge, you're probably just outside circle. It's really close. Okay. So I feel like then a lot of people are probably
2: going to just play the forehand route, park it up to the bamboo, but don't try to push through the Mando.
0: No, you're trying to get through the Mando. Every, every player is trying to get through the Mando. Okay. Yeah. But I will say it does play interesting um the way in which the mando works. If you it's it is a mandatory. So the way that mandatory rules work, you have to take your footing. You can't just if I'm next to this thing, I can't take one step out and take my my lie in accordance to where the basket is. My lie is now dictated by the mandatory right behind you. So it is a weird like step out kind of Backwards, and you're mm. playing with your So You'll see a lot of odd footing and people throwing in stances that don't really make sense. But it's because the way That's the mandatory the works. On that hole. Yep. Yep. Um, and I do believe which, depending on which side you go out of bounds on, is where you take your drop zone from. Yep. There's two drop zones okay. um, on it that are both just a little pitch up. You're not making a drop zone putt. No. It's it's it's, it's
1: hard. Field. We missed.
0: Yeah, we both we both hit it. I think I yeah I hit the bamboo and cut rolled ob. And then I think you went just past it, didn't you? I forget. I went
1: to the right. Yeah.
0: I made it today. I picked up a shout out to Kona Panis, the Mako 3. I picked one of those up today. My God, that disc is incredible. Um, I absolutely piped it. I was in circle's edge right through the, uh, the, the mandatories today. Uh, it was awesome. Um, but love that hole. I love that it hasn't changed. I love that it has yeah. in the past. You used to be able to just throw a spike Kaiser over it, but it's, it's perfect. They replaced all the bamboo this year and it looks pristine. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to hole eight, a hole that definitely has seen some changes. It is so freaking tight off the tee. Now it's a par four uh, for the men's and it is 697 feet. I think it plays way longer than that um, because of the shape of it um, off the tee. You used to be able to kind of rip. It was kind of, you know, player's choice. You could throw a forehand. You could throw a backhand. You could throw, you know, really anything as long as you just I kind of got past is. the victories. Well, what they've done now is you have, this is behind the ball fields. You've now been able, in the previous years, you used to just kind of bomb it as far as you wanted and just hope you didn't turn over too much into six teams fairway. Um, but now it is the OB slash hazard, I believe, has come forward. Looking at the T sign, it shows that there's no out-of-bounds. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, there's nothing there.
0: I've played two times now on this. I played once with Kyle Klein, and then once I just kind of was just some people that were just in the general area. I haven't gotten a clear answer. Looking at the t sign, it does not show out-of-bounds. There is... So, I went through up. They used to do ropes. Now, they just do stakes and a rope on the ground. Um, some of the times, the holes are closer than you think they'd be, and so you'll, have, you'll have a stake. Be? Yes, I believe so this year. You have a stake that... In previous years, maybe one side of the stake would be red and one side of the stake would be yellow. So that other, whatever fairway it's touching, it's hazard on one side, OB for the other, depending on your hole. Looking at the stakes this year, along that entire right side that you share with the coming opposite directions of hole 16, 16, you have only yellow on the side of hole 16. There is no color as a white stake on the left, on the side of hole eight's fairway. I don't know if that's not out of bounds. It doesn't make sense to me that it's not because then... Just freaking land over there, and who cares? And then you're in the way of hole 16. I don't really know. I guess we'll find out, and we're going to see some people go out of bounds. There'll be some pro to... who's going to call up something yeah. on it. Call it's, not to... on the, it's not on the t pad. There's it's no it's out not, of bounds. So can look at it. It's and maybe they say sign, something I mean.
1: about it in the players' meeting, and then to talk or about the it caddy anymore. book. Yeah. Or the yeah. caddy book. I don't know. But it's, it's a I weird mean, one. It's kind of like it's kind of like last year. Last year was the same thing. We were we were playing it. Like, is this OB? I don't know. Yeah. It's not OB, last year was I more
0: definitive though because it had a red side state. Yeah, it, had a
1: it was side hazard
0: side. on the other side, so you play yeah. for it. But this was OB, you go to or yeah. it was hazard both both sides yeah. before, but definitely OB on the hole. left. It, this is another one that the foliage that it is, it is small. Oh,
1: It's always that been low. It's, it's always, always been, been low. They added sibling. the
0: mozzarella sticks last year to make it where you really have to go past it. They took out a really it's big tree. Silly. So the, a lot of people used to throw backhand rollers. I think now there's not enough height to lay down a backhand roller, um, to really get through it. Forehand is really skip forehand is the play ever since that really big tree went down. Um, but this basket's brutal. Hayden, and I both, uh, chained out from about seven feet away for, uh, for our par putts. And, uh, it was, I'm glad you remember paralyzing. that. Cause I don't, Oh, dude! We both were seven <laughs> feet away, and it kicked us out. Just blocked it out. Hayden just mentally just is, is I did absent. I better than Mitch last, last year. <laughs> did mean not, not by two, two strokes.
1: I did better than Mitch, and Mitch was playing more than I was. Mm-hmm. So I think Mitch, is Mitch is always has playing like semi photographic memory.
0: I do. It's because I'm a good podcaster, a good, right? Get have, on my game. I have good um, memory, but
1: what? The, okay, what? Anyway.
0: Anyway, the, phenomenal hole. It hasn't changed yeah, a ton. They'll mess with the OB here and there, but just a, I love that this is a hole. Winthrop can kind of get a little screwy sometimes and they'll add the mozzarella sticks. They'll add weird OBs. They'll add islands where there shouldn't be them in a big field, ropes everywhere. This is a oh, hole.
1: Why, why do they always change naturally.
0: this one? They don't though. I feel like this is a hole that is naturally just a I know, a great but like
1: they have. Hole. They have changed yeah, yeah. this one more than a lot of other ones.
0: Yeah, but this one is is, is just a standard in my mind. I hope that that is not OB, but at the same time, I feel like it has to be for safety on hole 60. I believe it would have to be as but well. But it's not on the T-sign. We'll find out. We'll let it you know. It depends on
1: where they're playing in place and people on cards yeah. and where they're at, but whatever. Yep.
0: Moving on to hole, hole nine. nine. This hole is a... I'm okay. just going to say it. This hole is a shit show. <laughs> it is.
1: It's, it's
0: awful, man. It was it's a shit weird. show last year. Yes, it's weird. I will say... Looking at this T-sign, I've played this hole twice now. Um, you've seen it on Instagram. Jordan Castro was one of the first people to post it. Um, the mozzarella sticks right off the right tee. In front of you. They are more visually absurd than they actually are physically coming into play. I will say. Okay. But looking at this T-sign, I am just now seeing that you can lay up on that right side the whole way. I yeah. did not know that was a thing yeah. until right now. Um, but being there, um, it is. But most people are going to want to play
1: for par anyway. So you're going to f- no. Throw most people,
0: it's, it's only 360 feet, man. You can throw a, a flip up hyzer or a straight hyzer and you're there. It will be
1: you're, it'll be behind. It'll be mean, behind. Yeah. yeah but, it's a raised yeah, basket. You're still playing for par, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But
0: I don't think, I'll tell you right now, not one single pro is laying up on the right side. Oh, no. No one. Probably No not. one um but i only Must hit like- the mozzarella sticks once and it was kind of out of comedy i was kind of laughing um, then saying like wouldn't it be funny if i hit this and then i just struck it but really it's it's i was two feet short on it it is kind of an uphill hole i missed the lima beans the, the pinto beans Why? all the it was a crazy hole it, it made you make decisions but wow. we've talked about it already winthrop university amazing partnership but Disc golf not the only thing that happens to this university. Nope. The reason why this hole has changed, I can't tell if it's the tennis court or the baseball field that is expanded. Mm. but that is why you, you cannot even walk on the right side where that basket used to be and like hug the side. Wow. You have to go completely where there's the like viewer, like house, like housekeeper's house and everything. Yeah. You have to walk on the left side near the road because they're doing construction and everything wow. on that right side. That's why they had to change. So this. You can't this skip
1: tee. through that way to the next yep. hole.
0: You cannot walk that way. Um, so at does
1: all. that affect tens at all? No, not at all. No, it doesn't affect 10
0: at all. Um, but it is, I don't know, it's controversial. It The mozzarella sticks have come into play. I think this is kind of idiotic. I'm just going to say it. Um, what do you think about it, Justin?
2: I mean, look at the T-Sign. I mean, I'm mozzarella... I, hmm.
0: I sent you a bunch of pictures of it. and that you, I, seen I know, videos I know. Of and,
2: I think it. it's, and I think it's funny that we have a thing in our sport that we call the mozzarella
0: sticks. We have a Arby's just shouting us out, and they had... Mozzarella sticks branding they did. It was hilarious. Oh, that's that's funny. Um well, that was before your time. It was hilarious. Yeah. That it was before so my funny. time. Yeah.
2: Um mm. looking at hole nine, I don't understand why why have the mozzarella sticks. This already looks like a difficult you're most people are going to try and throw it over the OB mm-hmm. and try to land inside the tight circle. Right. Um I you know, I don't In years
1: years past, you had a different shape to it. But, like, you still... and Okay, so this T-pad last year when Mm -hmm. we played it, it it's further back in the woods, tucked by hole eight. I mean, it's not that far. And so it's a longer hole. And most players would either throw straight up the gap near the stadium or Mm -hmm. a flick
0: as that tree got bigger it really was, was almost a blind shot and you really yeah. couldn't tell if you're inbounds or out of bounds so people would lay up and throw a putter shot mm-hmm. 130 feet off the tee and then island hop island hop island hop island hop.
1: yeah but I now, thought that was an amazing
0: design i thought it was fun
1: and it made it an iconic hole now mm-hmm. yes it's iconic but it's idiotic like I said
0: if you zoom in i just realized this on the the images we're looking at here guys um you can see where the circles are Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the circle so you can see, oh, see there is out of bounds around this and i sent you guys a couple pictures of it today um that out of bounds is tight and the left side you have a huge tree right side you have a huge tree and it is a raised basket if you're out of bounds off the t which i think we're going to see a lot yeah that drop zone red dot is impossible that's what the drop zone is is there is a the red dot that's the drop zone well, that's where the, I, that's I just feel like i sent you guys was. a picture of it no no, no just, that's the old basket was way in the ob on the right side deep deep deep
2: I'm just feeling like they put the mozzarella sticks in there to just be oh, unnecessarily extra difficult.
0: Like it's just, just to Last get sh- inside of players heads. Yeah. Uh, no, right Hayden, you know, they moved up the tee pad by about 200 feet. Oh yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's different spot. Um, But the drop zone is nuts. Like I said, well, you, you guys a picture of I was it. Like, it was you insane. literally can't even see the basket. There is it's a like layup. weird step out. And the thing is, is the OB is just outside right the there. circle. Yep. And it is so close. I today from the drop zone, I just wanted to play or no, I I laid up way right. Um, I had my drive flipped a little bit more. I threw a forehand and it uh with my berg, it hit the bricks and then nearly rolled out of bounds. Oh just hitting the little bricks underneath it. Oh and then I played from the drop zone just to see how brutal it was. If you're running I'm that putt- that basket is six feet high.
1: Yeah, you have no look. You're sailing you have no past that. no look, and you're
0: going, if you're putting like most pros on tour do, you're sailing past that. you Yeah. And it's a raised basket with high trees around. It, I don't like that drop zone putt. I think they should give you a chance at it. OB behind's yeah. fine, but I think you should play it and give you a 45-footer like you do on hole seven or hole six mm-hmm. with the beach. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of controversy. That was a long, um, long chat on hole nine, but it's know. necessary changes because of the work that's happening on the university, but... I don't know. We're going to see how it plays out. Um, I think we are, I think I'll say it right
1: now. Let's I think we're going to see
0: on, on coverage. I think we're going to see a top pro drill a stick and be pissed. I really do think it's going to happen.
1: How many do you think you're going to go over the top? I don't know. I watched with, Kyle with Klein the, go over the top. Like um, I mean, just straight throwing over the top or I don't know. throwing thomers. I don't know. Uh, uh Justin, hammers. you want to, you want to
0: shout out, uh, another round, uh, disc off with the, uh, <laughs> the, the that was impressive.
2: What is it he said? Yeah, he said that. no one, no one expected a six-seven perfect thumber drive on this thing. Hitting, hitting, hitting the raised basket. Oh, skip. Bing. He threw a was a lucidex stiletto, and it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it like hit the ground, like bounced, and hit the bottom of the shot basket. six
0: feet in the air, and yep. nearly aced it stupid yeah. stupid shot so insane. shout out to another round i was there today uh hanging out with grady shoe at no, another round disc golf store in charlotte absolutely amazing spot that was a really um, cool throw really oh, crazy yeah. crazy stuff but let's move on let's kind of hop through these hole 10 nothing's changed here
1: Whole 10 it is
0: <laughs> it is 549 feet you either go for the glory or you play for the easiest birdie of your life um You can get
1: an eagle on it if you have a big arm. A lot of players do, but a lot of players
0: don't. People just don't go for it. You see a lot of... This is the throw pink hole. It's always been the iconic pink basket. Um, United States championships have consistently been in October um, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so this is the throw pink basket. Also, this is now we have the throw pink uh, women's championship I believe it's called, Um, which is an awesome thing. It's going to be happening at the exact same time. We'll talk about that more throughout the week. Um, But this hole hasn't changed much. OB is the same. Um, very easy birdie to lay up. Uh the drop zone is very doable. I threw I had a weird skip um today and I was getting tired and I had to throw from the the OB uh from the drop zone. I threw a mid-range and and hit the bricks and I was right there for a four. So it's um I've gone people are gonna go the, for it.
1: I I've gone know. for it and I've gone next to the tennis courts.
0: Yep. It's a it's a tough shot. Um, but it's I don't think a lot it's of top good. pros are going for it. There's not a uh, need for it, but it be being in that it's whole 10 final round. Maybe you start going for it and maybe you need it, but I think maybe. it's too easy of a birdie to see top pros go I for it. So personally, well. You're going to see young guns do it. I was uh, out there tonight, met up and uh, met AJ Carey and Noah five ash and saw Noah throw five, uh, halo destroyers into the, uh, into the circle five in a row, just bombing 550 foot drives. Straight to the freaking circle one five in a row. Shout out to you, Noah, Noah Five Ash. That was absurd
1: yeah, to watch. Talk about talk about a crush,
0: a crush, next, and a consistency. My God, hole. yeah, yeah. Well, the next hole is a The crush. next hole. This hole has changed. Hole eleven, par four, seven hundred thirty-four feet. This hole is now all hazard.
1: Oh, that means? Thank
0: God. Unless you're going out of bounds, which there's a hedge the Wait, entire way. It was way, all
1: hazard, Lusher.
0: there were no, it was OB on the, the far side on the past, the basket on the left. Does USTGC just glorify themselves
2: on making your circles
0: like (laughs) super intensely small? Yes. Yeah, it does. And because it's a very open course without the ropes up, that's what makes this so Mm -hmm. iconic. Um, Mm -hmm. This is a whole, you're, you're on, you have hedges on the right side. And my God if those things got big go dogs between the hedges. Um, but, they come into play. They come into play more in than you think. Yes, you've seen players rip into them, and if you get in them, Hayden and I both got in them last year, I believe. You um, cannot get out. No, these edges are like twelve feet tall. They're holly bushes, so they're spikes.
1: You literally Ugh. take take your disc and throw it out. No, you, and if you like, get
0: in there, you're an idiot. Let's be honest; it's not worth doing. No. But now, with it being all hazard, it. I was talking with Noah and AJ Carey tonight. You. Top pros are throwing it as far as they freaking can and not caring because yeah. you're playing hazard and it's the easiest distance. four, of, it's the easiest you four dist- of your life. Yeah. I personally still like to lay up and lay up and do it and it's a tap in four, but top pros, they're going to lay down a roller. You're going to see Eagle throw the furthest roller. roller can.
1: Or they're going to throw flex, flex, uh, flex, whatever. ends uh, flex, flex backhands
0: yeah. Because it is all hazard now. The OB yeah. does not come into play at all. Um, so interesting. I, sure, I
1: tried to rip. I ripped on, I don't know what disc it was. But I you lost, <laughs> Two other well, no, I, there, We threw multiple shots, but like I, in the practice round, I ripped on one and I made it. And that was only one out of like probably mm-hmm. 10 that I threw on that hole. Yeah. And there was just no but way you got with up.
0: it being all hazard though. I think it's a good choice. Um, yeah. It lets, lets the top pros unleash and land in bounds. Great. If not easy for move away. Yep. Um, moving to hole 12. This one is, has this
1: changed? No,
0: has not changed. So. Um, But it is, I feel like it has changed a little bit. You can look at the OB where those hay bales are and kind of protecting those electrical boxes that has opened up. It used it was pretty far forward almost to where the path was. Now you can honestly, um, seeing some of the pros play practice rounds. Um, you can honestly aim at those trees and just fade and throw like almost a pure hyzer. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's actually really ideal. Um, but from the drop zone, I believe it's, Four hundred, three. It's like no, it's, oh, no. It's like three sixty from the drop zone. I was able to to do it. Yeah, but um, it's blind. It's it's blind. So this has a huge spine. With this rain, we're gonna have a freaking river um, on the the side there. But off the tee, you're just ripping into your farthest driver. Um, OB doesn't really come into play off the tee. Um, if you go long, it does. But uh, again, this looks, can be a very fun. easy three or a very or sorry, very easy par or a dicey dicey uh, up shot because it is. The drop zone is, is, is doable, but it is blind. It is very steep, but there's so much room on that left side. Yeah. And you what's, and I realize what's, that. What's, so fun,
1: what's fun is watching Paul Macbeth when you're on your practice round, come up and just <laughs> yeah. absolutely rip it. Yep. And you're like, that's oh, that's why you're this yep. good. Yeah. I am not. His drive was absurd. He was <laughs>
0: past the drop zone. And we were just like, oh, okay. Okay, Paul. That was one of the coolest moments we had last year to yeah. see Paul like walk through and talk with us for a little bit and out. see him just smash drives. It was, it was sick. Um, yeah. It's a hole that I think if your round's going well, you're not going to run it, but if you Probably need not. it, if you need it, top pros are able to do it. It's not a difficult no. hole. Um, but for guys like us that don't have 500 feet of distance, it's a damn difficult hole. I'm playing for par. I'm laying up on that left side every time.
1: How about the infamous 13? Hole 13 hole 13? Justin, do you know I this love one? this hole.
0: Uh throw across parking lot.
1: Yeah.
0: No, don't throw across the parking lot. <laughs> bad idea.
1: It is a bad idea, but
0: but every pro ever throws across the parking lot. <laughs> they try to, but a lot of them aren't because again, those uh when it's in the A position, especially and in that small. that tree. We got a shout out Nico LaCastro on the uh the B okay, position throw last throw year. In. A freaking eagle three <clears throat> throw in.
1: He got so lucky. no, it was albatross. It was a two.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was was the luckiest thing ever, but my God, the freaking vault he did parkour office style off Off the tree. I mean, it was absurd.
1: That whole, I used to think when I'm watching this whole, okay, this is pretty hard. Okay, it's a lot harder in person to get across that damn parking lot.
0: It's not even in play. It, it's, it it literally is not in
1: play. You got to go around or like you literally. Your drive to has like, to be so far. Yeah, Your drive off the tee has that.
0: to be 530 feet to even bring yeah. it into play.
1: I played every round out there going bomb as far as I can and then explore up the gap.
0: Yeah. The OB it's doesn't really come in play with that path. Mm-hmm. Um, It kind of a lot of players use it as a skip shot mm-hmm. as well. But talk about that second shot, Hayden. It's disgusting. It is tight. It is difficult. There's huge, huge. What are those trees called? They're cedars? There's a fur, some it, kind of fur. Uh, it's either a it, cedar or a fur. That thing, either eats way, discs on the right side, eats them. it. It did.
1: And you got to throw it pretty dead straight to get to around there and then let it fade small, back. Small, small landing zone. You can either throw. You can throw a flick if you have a long flick, but I but mean, getting around far. that
0: corner is tough, and everything oh, yeah. filters into that tree, and that OB mm-hmm. is kind of a weird shape. Um, I, I think was, I think that second shot is one of the hardest shots of the course.
1: It probably is. I got lucky both rounds and was able to make it and get birdie on my practice round and also yep. the actual round, which was yep. impressive to me. And it was in the A position, so it was in the long position mm-hmm. for the first for Monday qualifiers. Notice there um, isn't
0: uh, the B position this year. They had a C position, or maybe it was another one. It was, it was deep. Remember, it was deep. it was in the wood chips, deep, yep. deep, deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that. It kind of made people throw a, a harder second shot. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a hole you can walk away with five and feel good about yourself. Oh yeah, if
1: you, for if sure. If you get a birdie on this hole, you're feeling great. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you get a birdie on this hole, you. It's it's not that difficult of a birdie, but it is that no. second shot is is everything. If you make the corner on that second shot, it's an easy birdie. Um, mm-hmm. But if not, it's,
1: for it's pros. Yeah. If you make that first landing and you get far enough down there, you can make the parking lot. Yep, easy. But you're playing with OB, and you get, if you get the skip or you don't skip, so you see people all the time try to go for that skip and they don't get far enough and they don't mm-hmm. get anything and they get denied by the curb. Yep. So oh, yeah, it's a risk factor. Mm-hmm. Moving on to hole fourteen.
0: Justin, talk us through it, man. The hay bales, hay bale. I know nothing about the hay bales. You don't
1: know about the the hay hay bales. It's the very high elevated. Well, no, this was
0: the first ever ridiculously weird. Why are these here? Thing on this course. These hay bales are freaking enormous they block you they block the forehand skip shot completely if you're throwing a forehand on this hole you are throwing a spike forehand forehand 400 feet so are they still
2: cutting these hazard areas then
1: like that's not mode no no no. it's it's not mode it's it's ropes it's it's ropes it's roped everywhere it's Um, not like thick grass to no it's all mode
0: yep i got a shout out myself i ripped on a forehand today or yesterday and put it inside the circle and i do this this hole with the forehand
1: this will be a river if it if it rains like oh yeah
0: that left side will be a total river um but again another hole that you can almost every hole out here you can play for par and it's it's it gets easy but the pros do
1: not play for par i hit the freaking basket last year
0: oh yeah you did you hit the pole and then thankfully you didn't roll away
1: yeah um but it's a it's
0: an intense hole it's one that you can go kind of long on the right um, it's
1: a long flick. You
0: don't think it is? The, the flick is long, dude. I, long. I, never, I, I never landed, thought I could get into it. I threw one of my most I've understable across, discs.
1: I've landed it on it, the but. right side. I've landed on the right side, which yeah. is not a bad play, but you're, it, that that putt is not fun. Yeah.
0: This is a hole for me, for my distance. I have about a 360-foot forehand max distance, 360, 370, when I really dig into it. Being downhill, if I throw an understable disc with no wind, I got into the circle and I toot it on Sunday night. But... Nine times throwing out of 10, I'm throwing, no, I'm throwing a forehand and I'm laying up on the right, and then I'm just putting, Flying I'm just jumping, I'm playing for par. Uh, this, is, this hole is danger all over it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're never going to see a pro lay it up, and if they no, do, it's going to be a no. turnover backhand, mid-range or fairway on the right side, You'll and they're just laying that. it up. Yeah, depending on the wind. Hole 15, Hayden, go for it, man. The triple Mando. Uh way harder of a tee shot than you think, but this, also the easiest tee shot ever because all you're doing is just ripping into a driver. That's it. It's just straight. That's throw, it thir- throw it 13 feet high.
1: It's straight. Unfortunately for me, last year, I threw it OB, so I had to go from the drop zone, but... That drop zone able- is terrible. It was not that bad because I did it and a lot of other people did it, um, but I was able to go from the drop zone and Put it underneath the basket for the four. Um, but it is it's it's nerve-wracking. You just yeah. like Mitch said, you just gotta rip on a driver and go as far straight as you can, but you don't want to go too far. But like it's just you got that triple mando. It's like, yep. Ah,
0: I will say I realized they've they've cleaned up a lot of the mulch mm-hmm. and uh, once you get through the mando, and my uh broken broken shoulder self. Um was really <laughs> tired by the time I got to hole 15. And I actually was throwing a mid-range to the gap. And then the forehand roller on the second shot playing us plans for par. The forehand roller is very, very <laughs> I'm doable. Sure it second was. shot. And then it's an easy upshot. But the upshot is really cool. The basket it's is surrounded. It's tucked so in. I don't know what kind of trees are those. Can we get a I'm, a tree search, Hayden?
1: I don't remember, but or why probably, did you go to like, college? My God. Probably like tree Lionia. so it's like uh, uh I forget the actual name of it, but I know this local tree studiers out. just give Hayden hell, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, but let's wrap this one. Fifteen's uh, pretty easy. Yeah, fifteen's mean, pretty pretty in. simple.
0: Um, but you are gonna see people miss the mando. You're gonna see top <laughs> pros that miss the mando. Yep. Um, it it's it's one of those ones
1: that I'd like to see the drops on this year if it's in the same spot. It but. is.
0: It's in the same okay. spot. It's it's pretty pretty <laughs> brutal. Uh, cool, cool, hole sixteen, cool. easy. Uh easy as in to get a three. Um (laughs) easy to get a two. You can go that tree is getting huge. If you're throwing a forehand on this, it's 391 feet. The tree that's in the dead center of the fairway. If you're throwing a forehand, you are throwing a 440-foot power wide over OB, the or over Hazard the entire way. I hit the tree. Yeah, I did too. Um for me and for a lot of pros, I think it's going to be a three because there's also mozzarella sticks on this hole on the left side. So even if you throw a great forehand, you're kind of blocked and they had the hazard down the entire right side as well. So you can't turn something over too much. And well, as that gap gets smaller, you've seen people throw mid ranges at the gap. I threw an understable fairway today and that hazard is tight around that right side. I'm sure it is. They've brought that it closer and year. closer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Let's move on to hole 17. The, Hayden, let's one. Okay, now this one, one I let's, know. Yeah. Okay, Justin, walk us <laughs> then through then it, break and, then it down. Hayden, and then Hayden and I'll Hayden and I'll join in. Break break it down for us, Mister Justin. Now this is the. Is it elevated? You threw, it yeah, you're going downhill for sure. Oh yeah, it's a good like twenty. So you're it's going
2: downhill. It plays up against the um, the lake bed. It's an island
0: green lake bed. That's your uh, your bingo like, word. That's for the my week. bingo word. Lake of the night. bed.
2: Lake bed. <laughs> um classic it's the four I minutes mean, to the classic u s d g. c Winthrop forehand hole. I don't know of anybody that throws i mean i'm sure there are players that throw the or James, unless, I guess, James throws a backhand. oh James throws everything backhand <laughs> I if, know. If he only throws a lefty when or throws a forehand when he's like pinched up somewhere in the rough
0: yeah
2: um but yeah, this one eats discs for a living in that. Pond, whether it means you skipped out or you just threw it too far, mm-hmm. and then I think
0: the drop zone gives you what a sixty foot look. Nope, the drop zone you rethrow and you rethrow. You have to immediately oh, retee this one until. So you see, this is a roundender. The fact that this is hole seventeen is just it's just sick. Um, but you see, what is it? Hey, is it three times? If you don't make the island in three shots, then you uh, go to the drop zone you the and you're putting for a seven. Yep. And that drop zone is far. It's like a 50-foot so putt with, with still the basket there and water three feet behind it.
1: Everything that you do, you can go as far right as you want. Dude, it is this. Okay, yeah, let's talk about me. this, Hayden.
0: You and I realized this last year. It is the easiest forehand or left-to-right shot ever. ever. There is a yeah. 100 feet of just as long as you throw it far enough and you throw an yep. overstable disc on a forehand or you throw yep. a turnover backhand or lefty hyzer, you it's do have to put huge. some power behind oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can't just wimpy kind of.
1: Meh. With but the water like, that
0: close, <laughs> you, you see a lot of people short it for sure.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, meh. 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 Don't meh. trust me. Like during the practice run, like we we tried everything, so it was like yeah. it was a lot of fun. But like, just go as far right as you can. Don't 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 play yeah. around. Just and and do I
0: it. I was talking with Please. Kyle Klein about this when we played. I played a practice run with him, and man, he was. I asked him about it. I said, "Why doesn't? Why do every pro?" Try, why why does they the they approach, for try, try to go for it. And he said, because it's such an easy shot. And if you have a dialed in putter, he said, he's going to go for it every time. And he's throwing a, a tactic or a, a MD five uh, on a forehand every time. And I said, I said, why don't you just play it for a three? Hey. You have people that get sixes and sevens and lose a tournament on this hole. And he said, because it's such a short, easy hole, there's no reason not to go for it. Mm. And I was okay. just like, I looked at him and I said, I disagree. Like I, yeah, I just I do too. It's so <laughs> simple. But I will say I walked up and I threw a forehand uh cast of plastic stall, stole, whatever it is, and I put it not even five feet away. I should have said that was my park hole. Um I, I parked the heck out of the A position. I almost aced it and it somehow didn't skip. I have no idea how, but it stuck right there and I was closer to this basket than Kyle Klein was, and I felt amazing about myself.
1: I put a raptor there. Yeah, you did. My raptor. Uh, yeah. You're out right
0: there. Yeah, it was awesome. This hole is is so easy if you play for three, but mm-hmm. you're gonna see top pros that take a seven on this hole. all the time. They're
1: you are gonna start. go for
0: it. It's it's the roundender.
1: Just you saw James. No, you saw James no lose question. it. You saw
0: James lose the tournament yeah. in 20, was it 2019? no, he yeah. won it in 2019. Um, in 2018 he lost he would have won it in 2018, but he lost it on this hole, I believe. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's nuts.
1: It's not that intimidating.
0: But I will say the most intimidating thing about this hole is the longest walk on this entire course is from hole 16's basket to hole 17's tee pad. It's got to be a quarter mile. And you're walking and the whole entire gallery is behind you, even playing the Monday qualifier. There's this pressure and you have all this time to think about, I've played 16 holes. This is where I'm at. Do I need to go for it? Like, What a design to, to give you time to process and either hate yourself or Be excited, but also <laughs> terrified no matter what. I mean, it really is though,
1: because you're just walking down the damn Dude, road and you're it, like, it's far, okay, it's a good, it's a, good, how it's am a doing? good like
0: five to six minute walk, yeah. Like, it's and far.
1: It's good thing there's a porta potty on the way, so yeah, that's true. Take a look, you have leak. to stop, you can take a leak, that's right.
0: But. Yeah, shout out to porta potties, thank you, Hayden, for that. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's genius design, uh, it's iconic, it's round ending, it is everything mm-hmm. that screams United States championships, it's whole 17.
1: Although, I say
0: 18's round ending too. Eighteen can be. Eighteen can be. It's a lot of OB. Let's jump mm-hmm. to eighteen and wrap this thing up. Good God, I there's love, so much to talk about this, but hole eighteen, I par love four,
1: throwing from the dock.
0: Throwing from the dock feels amazing. Um, I
1: don't like the tee pad from dock. I think it's fine.
0: Tee pad feels I'm fine. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. a it's it's turf. It feels really grippy. Damn. But I was also wearing uh, Idiosports Sports syncrasies. Thank You're you. Welcome. Shout out to Craig um, for sending. Uh, Hayden and I are both same size shoe. Thank God. Um, you're,
1: you're shout out to video. If you haven't
0: listened to episode three, go to episode three on whatever you listen to this podcast right now. Stop this. Stop listening to this. This is great. United States championships is great. Listen to the chat we have with, with Craig, the founder, creator, designer of video sports, who has sent us a tester pair of these shoes. My God, they're freaking awesome. And he breaks every single bit of it down um, from the toe box to the heel and every bit of design in episode three. Um, Check that out. Um, But hole 18, what an ending hole, what a decisive hole, what a terrifyingly like uphill downhill blind mm-hmm. OB it has it all and
1: I throw big hyzer forehand forehand yes yeah. forehand. you can throw backhand
0: and- but it is sketchy because ah. everything filters down the hill that to wind, the left to right that to left
1: wind, that wind is right to left all the way yep. down to the lake and you're going to be pushed into either the lake or the woods and there's yep. OB
0: and there's layup you can lay up on the right but ah. the second shot I think is harder than the drive Um, because you're throwing straight uphill. It's like a 45-degree angle straight uphill. Yeah. And then there's OB left and right. They've brought the OB tighter and tighter over the years. Um, on that second shot, there's a tree there. They brought in a mandatory as well, so you can't throw a ridiculous shot. Thanks, Eagle McMahon, and for this mandatory. Even more intimidating, um,
1: <laughs> I would say, is having the gallery right behind you as well. Right the gallery the is lining oh the my entire God. sides and
0: everything. I have I, they yeah, even down behind the basket. Yeah, yeah it, it's a difficult par par four to even to even take par on it is is not easy because it is a raised basket. Your third shot. Um, or your second shot. Um, most of the time, second shot, if you're going for it, is tight, it is blind, and it drops off what, Quick. three three stories? Like, and it's literally Quick. tiered out like levels on that left side. If you and, go
1: all the way to the bottom, you're not getting up.
0: Yeah. And a lot of something a lot of people don't realize is how tight the OB is on that corner when you're making the oh, corner. A lot of people go OB short. Mm-hmm. They short the, their shot towards the basket and they go OB on the left side of the fairway and not realizing that it, 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 the corner doesn't like but do a natural corner. It kind of edges people, out weird.
1: You have seen some people get lucky and go through that corner mm-hmm. and get pretty much parked.
0: Yeah. And somehow that basket, even though it is death putt central, the height of it, when you're short, right, which most people are because you're not mm-hmm. wanting to skip all the down the hill. You're almost, it's like putting on a normal basket because of the yes. height of the basket and the drop of the it's hill. Same. It really isn't a scary putt, but it should be. But I, I still think I've it's I've played there twice in the last two days And I have a putt, had a putt maybe right around Circle's edge and I made it both times And I wasn't too worried about it because it's like I'm eye level with the basket as long as I just Commit to it but if you, if you Air airmail, you <laughs> You're go you about 70 feet downhill
1: mm-hmm. It ain't like, no fun
0: Uh-uh. It's, it's scary and it's wood chips It's skippy and it goes places And rollaways yeah. are no joke Sure. one that all the pros are playing for par or for birdie no doubt um but i think so as well i think it's just it's, it's a tough hole it's a great finishing hole it feels amazing to have the gallery line the entire right side of it and it, it's it's incredible so that is the united states disc golf championship course my god this has been a long recording uh thank you for listening if you made it to the end man We're going to have some cool stuff coming um, this week. Try to get this podcast out as soon as we can and do some stuff on Instagram live, um, try to get some interviews and see what we can do. Talking to some players and maybe having some cool content come out. Justin Hayden, you guys got anything to say about the championships before we get going this week?
1: No, I'm excited.
2: I'm excited to watch it through you guys. Vicariously through us. Yeah. It's always (laughs) fun, dude.
0: Oh yeah. Justin, are you going to get the pay-per-view and be able to watch it or no?
2: No. and It looks like we we're having a busy weekend, so I wouldn't have time to... Oh, nah, yeah.
0: There I'm is really post, not, there's really post round coverage. It. There's live coverage and post-round coverage immediately. Like, same day, and you uh, get to watch it in their thing now. I will say that's what they did in the past years.
2: Yeah, but, that's a, that's okay. I'll hear about it from you guys. I think eventually they'll probably move into some kind of post, kind of like last year with Central mm-hmm. coming out a month after. and That's right, fine by me. For sure. So...
0: Oh yeah. Cool. Well, I'm hyped Hayden. I get to see you tomorrow night, hopefully. Um, and us be able to, to hang out and we're going to be there all four days. Definitely follow us over at parked podcast. Um, and we haven't shouted them out yet, but shout out to our sponsor, um, upper park for everything you guys are doing, um, for the sport and for us. Um, thank you for partnering, partnering with us. Use code parked 10 P A R K E D 10 for 10% off on upper park disc golf bags. Um, the best bags in the game period. Um, But yeah, this has been episode 13 United States championships. I'm hyped. It's going to be a good one. Definitely be following us on socials. We're going to do a lot of cool stuff this week and uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. Absolutely. We'll talk to you guys soon and we will see you on Instagram and all the places this week.
1: Bye. Adios. Bye. Bye.
2: That was long as hell.